this Harvard Innovation Lab story. I sit down with David Reiser, CEO of Aldatu Biosciences, a company developing drug resistance testing products for HIV. Last year, it was announced that Aldatu had entered into a licensing agreement with Harvard for intellectual property developed at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. Prior to entering Mass Challenge, the company had worked at the Harvard iLab. Currently, it is a resident at the Pagliuca Harvard Life Lab. This is a Harvard Innovation Lab story. This is Dennis Cohen here with David Reiser, uh, CEO and co-founder of Aldatu Bio, uh, Biosciences, which is developing a better way to detect HIV drug resistance. David can better explain that than I can. Sure. Um, so Aldatu is uh, working with a technology that was developed by my co-founder, Ian McLeod at the Harvard School of Public Health, and we're applying it to the development of better, faster, cheaper diagnostic tools for HIV drug resistance testing. Um, The story of Aldatu really starts in Sub-Saharan Africa, where um, my co-founder Ian McLeod was working um, several years ago as part of a study looking at transmitted drug resistance in uh, recently HIV-infected pregnant women. Um, and the, the story we like to refer to um, is one of a young woman named Tassila who came into the clinic and was diagnosed with HIV and was placed on an antiretroviral, uh, anti-HIV drug regimen in an effort to control her HIV infection and prevent the spread of that infection to her unborn child. Um, now, as a part of the study that Ian was running, uh, he they were able to... Um, do a drug resistance test for Tassila and found that she was resistant to one of the drugs that she had been prescribed. Um, Now, as a part of this study, this information was able to be passed on to Tassila's clinician, who was able to switch her to an effective drug regimen prior to the birth of her child. And as a result of this, um, Tassila's child, Felix, uh, was born free of HIV. Um, So... The part of the story that's striking is that this type of testing was available to Tassila only because she was a part of an academically sponsored study. But this type of testing is not available to most uh, women in Tassila's situation because the testing is simply too expensive um, to be widely implemented across many countries in sub-Saharan Africa. So this was the main impetus for the development of the technology that Aldatu is working with, which is called Panda. Um, it was this idea that there had to be a, a better way for drug resistance testing to be done, a more cost-effective way for it to be done, uh, in such a way that uh, everyone who needed this type of testing had access to it. So tell me about the technology uh, that you guys are working with right now. So Panda is a technology that was developed by Ian at the Harvard School of Public Health. And essentially what we're doing with this technology is we are enabling a gold standard molecular diagnostic platform called quantitative PCR or qPCR. Uh, and we're enabling it to do drug resistance testing in HIV for the first time. And the way that we're doing that is by uh, using very highly uh, designed, highly optimized reagents and 
um, using those to overcome technical challenges presented by the biology of the HIV virus that have previously precluded qPCR from being used for HIV drug resistance testing. And by uniquely enabling qPCR for HIV drug resistance testing, we're able to take all of the advantages of this gold standard technology and port them over to this type of testing for the first time. So this is a technology that's already cheap, it's already fast, it's already very sensitive, um, it's already widely used for a number of molecular diagnostic applications in infectious disease diagnostics. And so by uniquely enabling qPCR for this application for the first time, we can overcome many of these barriers that have prevented the widespread adoption of uh, drug resistance testing in many places that have limited resources. Wow. You have a PhD from uh, Harvard Medical School, correct? Correct, yes. And Ian, is, is, uh, he was involved with and is still involved with the School of Public Health, correct? Correct, that's true. So can you better, <laughs> better explain like your paths here? Sure, sure. Um, so Ian is a molecular virologist by training, has a long uh, career now in, in HIV and um, the development of diagnostic tools for um, viral infections like HIV. Um, I finished my PhD in genetics here at, the, at Harvard, um, but during the latter years of my PhD, knew that I wanted to make a transition out of academic science, out of bench science, and into more of the intersection of science and business. Um, and Ian and I happened to meet at a serendipitous time in both of our uh, careers, I guess, where um, I was looking to apply my you know, gradually increasing business skill set uh, to uh, a potentially a life science venture. Um, and Ian had this technology that he had been developing to solve this very specific uh, clinical need, but wasn't really sure what the next steps were to potentially bring it closer to patients through uh, a commercial avenue. Um, and that's how we came together, actually, through the Harvard Innovation Lab. Um, it's a story that's become a little bit of uh, Harvard Innovation Lab lore, if you will, um, where we met at a bus stop around the corner and had these first conversations about uh, potentially uh, building a company around this technology. So other than just bringing you two together and, and you know, serving as a bit of an impetus for the creation of this company, how else has the, you were at the iLab for a while, correct? And now you're in the yeah. Harvard Life Lab. So how has the Harvard Innovation Labs helped you, uh, your venture grow or just helped you in any, any way that, that matters? Um, the, the iLabs have really been an integral part of Aldatu's story from the very beginning. That's good, good um, by the way, that you call them the iLabs. Yes, very few people yes I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the iLabs, the iLab ecosystem here. Um, at the time, it was just the iLab um, when we had our sort of first meetings um, about Aldatu. Uh, met with Alice Lee, the life science liaison over at the iLab, and we used that space as a home base for the company during the very early days um, when it was something we were just working on in our spare time. Um, we very much benefited from the mentorship program um, and the sort of pitch development program that they have here through the president's and dean's challenges. Um, we participated in and were fortunate enough to win the Dean's Health and Life Sciences Challenge in the spring of 2014. Um, and that provided significant traction for us and really just gave us an opportunity to uh, formalize a, a business plan around what we had been thinking about for some time at that point. Um, when we 
finally got some initial traction, we did have to leave the iLabs community because we needed wet lab space to be able to do our work and to do our development work. Um, but we were very happy when the iLab, uh, when Harvard uh, decided to invest in the life lab space and create a home for life science ventures that did need that wet lab space in order to continue to grow and remain a part of the iLab ecosystem. So we were, you know, we jumped at the opportunity to come back into the iLab ecosystem once that uh, space was created for companies like ours. Excellent. And so along the way, what what challenges have you faced as you've been growing this company? Company, I'm sure there's a, quite a few. Sure. Um, you know, obviously developing a a Life science technology it comes with you know uh, its own challenges, um, and and certainly there have been some. It's been a you know a, 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 an interesting learning um, learning by doing experience for both Ian and I. This is our first company, and and so we're learning a lot as we go. Has it been hard? Has it been hard knowing that the science and then uh, taking the approach to you know having to figure out how to build a venture along with it? Did you have preconceived notions of what that would be like, and then it was not what you thought it would be? Um, I, we may have had some preconceived notions, but I've lost all sense of trying to have any preconceived notions because every time we, we approach something new, it's, it's a totally different challenge for us. Um, and at each stage of, of growth, um, we encounter new challenges. So it's, I, I just expect to be um, uncomfortable and um, you know, learning new things at, at all times of every day. Um, as far as the, the specific challenges that we run into, in addition to you know sort of the challenges with developing a, a life science technology, um, you know learning how to work with partners to do what it is that we want to do, um, we also are working in an incredibly uh, interesting but complex intersection um, when we're working in HIV and in the global health arena. Um, where there are so many different stakeholders. There, there are clinicians and caregivers and, and the patients themselves, but then there's also sort of the academic community, which is true about a lot of life science technologies and life science companies. Um, but there's uh, also uh, added elements of complexity from uh, global health policymakers and the political climate in the countries that we're working in. Um, and these large public health systems in sub-Saharan Africa that have very different ways of operating than the U.S. and European healthcare systems. And so navigating all of that and um, sort of sitting at this intersection of science, business, policy, global health, it's, it's, um, it's challenging to balance all of those interests um, and still be able to, to make progress. But yes, that's great. It, it, seemed, it, it seems pretty daunting. Uh, it is, but we didn't expect it to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> and so what's next? Uh, for the, what's the next stage of, of growth for the company? What are you guys looking uh, to accomplish and, and having to deal with over the next six months to to year? So the, the, the biggest uh, next step for us is to move out of the lab and really into the field with our tests. Um, we hope to do that through uh, or with a close collaboration with um, several different parties involved with the, the National Health Lab Service in South Africa. Um, this is a very important uh, 
entry point for us into sort of the public health systems in sub-Saharan Africa. Um, and we hope to be able to work with them to take the development that we've done so far and translate um, our, our tests and our uh, products that we've been developing um, to build a, a clinical evaluation around those that suits the needs of that specific setting um, and really go from there and take that as, as a, an initial market entry point for us. Well, excellent, and good luck, because it seems like you're doing vital work for the, the health of the planet. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, we, it's definitely an important uh, motivator for us and for really everyone who's joined the company, even just working in the lab as well as on the management side, that we're working on something that has the potential to uh, really impact people's lives. So that's always been a, a driving factor for us. Excellent. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk today. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.